be shit. What do you say, boys? What do you Who's say? Who's back? Who's back, baby? Cody's back. It has been a minute for sure. It has. I have not done a formal episode in, I think, three weeks now. So that goes without saying. Welcome back to another episode of the Left Turn Cult, the LTC from East Tennessee. East Tennessee. I shouldn't be the one saying that right now. That is my all of our homeboys, Jacob's line. But Jacob is sidelined right now. He had some crazy stuff go on with him. So much love sending all the positive energy out towards Mr. JKL himself. But uh, let's get into the intros. We have um, no. <laughs> no. Uh, so I'm going to have run to it, remove, baby. Let's uh, run it. Re- re- I'm going to have to uh, remove permissions here. I can already see that tonight. So we're back. Another episode. It's me, Cody, your host with the most. And I'm joined here with Cooper motherfucking Watson, baby. What's up? Let's get it. It's your boy, the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. I'll do you on the bottom while you're drinking sangria. Delta Riding oh. Bush, sponsored, oh. by Bo- sponsored by Boats and Hose. I got to have you oh. my Boats and Hose. Yeah, it's weird you not being in a Kyle Bush shirt. I'll be the first one to say that. It out. really is. It really is. I I've, never, I've never not seen you in a Kyle Bush shirt. Well, surprise. Surprise, motherfucker. All right, so um, I guess, you know, usually... Stand up, stand up. Stand up. What are you rocking? I got to see it. Oh, Otani? Oh, Angel's okay. Oh, Otani, he got it. He's finally wearing it. Look at him. The boy. Dude, I forgot how much I loved baseball jerseys until I put on a baseball jersey for the year. Usually I do uh, band baseball jerseys. That's kind of one of my my styles. Um, But, uh... Oh, we, we already got the eye rolls. Already got the eye rolls up in here. Um, but yeah, every time I wear a baseball jersey, my first thought process is always, man, baseball jerseys are the most comfortable in the world. Um, so anyway, uh, it's it's a weird time for us to do an episode. Typically, this is our second episode of the week, but we skipped out after the Nashville race. All of us had travel back. Dalton didn't have too far to travel, but me and Coop did. So Dude, after I'm trying still to align burnt from it, it's like I you fair skinned <sighs> people blow my mind. I, I don't know how, like, bro. I just walked to the fucking holler with Carb and I was like, I need a bathroom bad. Walked around, found a bathroom, and I was like, all right, we're going back and putting sunscreen on. And I got back and was like, ow, everything fucking hurts. Dude, I look like crispy Colonel uh, Sanders from the crispy KFC commercials. I don't know if y'all can still see my uh tan light over here on sunglasses. Can oh, y'all yeah. see? I've got what? it too, right above my nose. And then when, when I go to Atlanta, it's just going to come back again. Hey, speaking of that, I'm going to see you boys in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Let's go. I'll be camping for the first time ever. I'm going with the uh, Stock Car Spec uh, Podcast boys. But, uh, of course, I'll definitely come take a stop by your places wherever you're camping. Hopefully we're close. I'd say we'll be close. Dakota City lives I, like 15 minutes from the track, so we're going to stay there. I'm probably going to go over to this house just to take a shower. Every night. Let's get it. Hey, listen, if I've learned one thing over the last couple weeks of my life, you don't need a shower, son. Showers with no. the babies. I can't go one day without taking a shower, bro. I can't. I can't do Who's it. Who's that garage guy sponsor? Oh, um, I mean, I don't Duke get Cannon, paid for baby. it. Yeah, hey, I don't get paid for still, that. That's the race, boys. So any anywho, um, <laughs> we're back. Weird, uh, weird timed episode. Uh, but we're doing our Sunday after race episode on Thursday this week. How exciting is that? 
Better late than never, right? Oh, hey, Jared, what's up? Um, but anyway, let's let's pretend that this is Sunday. I um, wish it was Sunday. Let's pretend it's Sunday, not right. Oh, boys, that was that was a wild race. Um, I guess I guess you know, with it being Sunday, the first thing we got to talk about. And the first thing we got to mention is the truck race. What did you guys think about the truck race? I'll be honest with you. I didn't pay attention. Really? I was downtown. I was downtown. Okay. Went on my mind. I, I watched a little bit of it. I, at the same time, I was trying to uh, get my dad, get the house ready for my dad to come over. I had to help with directions and stuff like that because he didn't know where he was going. But uh, I watched a little bit of it. Uh I thought it was a good race, just like all the other three series this weekend we had. Um, sunglasses. So here's the way the sunglass fiasco worked. Um, shout, Dakota out Dakota. shout out Dakota for giving me the idea. I started doing it, and then everybody else started doing it over here on LTC. I was but like, hey, we if we're doing sunglasses? chain of command, I am Dakota's vice president with this one. <laughs> everybody else is just in the cabinet. Hey, I'm rocking his boys. I'm rocking his, his little his little sponsor. Got the Yeats on today. Shout out Dakota. Shout out Chad Gaten. Those are the boys. Hung out with them all weekend. I feel bad for them. Hell no. <laughs> we all had a blast, baby. Dude, what a fun weekend, man. I, I knew it was going to be good. Hey, should we? Okay, let's talk. Let's go by day. So I roll up to Murfreesboro. Was it Wednesday or Thursday night? Oh, uh, Wednesday. Okay, so I roll up Wednesday night. <sighs> And we uh we park our, our RV, our Duke Cannon Mobile Garage, and uh we park that and we decide to go into town. Um it wasn't really planned, but but me and Chase were starving to death at this point. So we go into town and um I start messaging Dalton and uh because me and him had planned on going to CC's the next day, but we decided to go into town that night. So I'm messaging him and I'm like, yo, come to this, come to this place we're at. I, I it was Hank's. Yep. Um, really cool establishment. The fries were absolutely fantastic, and I've not stopped thinking about those. So oh, they were way too, they were way too hot. I tried um, one. Dude, they were fantastic. Um, so anyway, we we go that way, and I'm like, "Yo, come out, dude." And he's like, "Well, why don't you just come to my place?" And I'm like, "Well, why don't you just come out?" And uh, so we go back and forth for what, probably like five, ten minutes. Uh, and then, uh, final, I just Facetime him. I Facetimed him. That was my last ditch effort. Me and Chase Facetimed him to get him out and down to a. Uh, old hanks with us so he comes out we have a really good time um i i drank a lot at that bar um a <laughs> yeah. whole i don't even know how many i did drink but i drank a lot um it, it was really cool getting to meet somebody that you met on twitter uh that's never happened to me before i love it man it's such a good feeling oh, oh yeah uh as a matter of fact jared uh i just watched jared game not too long ago jared was wearing sunglasses on their show uh but anyway, so yeah, this is just such a good feeling when you meet somebody online, like wherever, you know. I mean, of course, like every time I go to a racetrack, I always meet one guy on Twitter. And I always get these one people that just say, hey, are you don't get 18? Are you don't get 18? I'm like, yes, serious man. What's what's up? What's happening? But uh, yeah, so I was just sitting outside my house Wednesday night just watching the hockey game. And uh, of course, Cody and I were texting. Uh, he tried to get me to go out there. I tried to get him to come here. But uh because I just didn't want to go anywhere. I was sitting with Heidi uh, watching the hockey game. Didn't want to get up, but uh, I didn't. I didn't know where they were at. I, I 
didn't know where they were going to go eat. I, I, cause I already ate dinner, but so when I, when you FaceTime me, Chase will want to answer the phone. I'm like, what's at first I was like, what'd you do to Cody? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, and then they were like, don't, uh, you gotta come out here. And, I, and I recognize it cause there's a Papa John's right next to the Hanks. And I go there every single Sunday in order to be a pizza. So don't, I'll I tell you, that is the most relatable thing I've ever heard. I'm not a big bar guy myself. Um, if there was a pizza place right beside of a bar, I guarantee you I would spend way more time at the pizza place than the bar. Exactly. That's what I would do, too, because, I mean, I don't drink, so I'll just go get some pizza. But, uh, so I knew you were at, and uh, Cody and Chase were like, dog, you need to get out here right now. I'm like, you know what, screw it. Let me take my dog out. I'll be there in about 20 minutes. And then, yeah, I don't regret it, man. It was such a fun night. I didn't drink anything or eat anything because I already ate. But uh, You, had, and I you had, had half a fry. Yeah, and I had to work in the morning too, so I just wanted yeah. to hang out for a couple hours. And uh, but yeah, it was a fun time, man. It was, it was. Um, like I said, it was a really cool establishment. If you're ever in the Murfreesboro area, I can't suggest stopping by Hanks enough. Like I said, order the fries. The fries were ridiculous. You know, that was my first time at Hanks. I've never been to Hanks until that night. I want to go back. I, I want to go hang out at Hanks again myself. I'll hang out um, with you if you want to. Yeah, at some point we'll all go down there. Jacob might be back in East Tennessee at that point, so I'll take him back to Murfreesboro. Yeah, uh, I'll visit Murfreesboro more once he's back here than I did while he was there. At least Parv um, will be here. Oh, Parv, Parv is going. So then we roll up on Parv and we yeah, take him to do it. We take grandpa him to ass Parv. Shout out Parv. Parv's Shout not here Parv. tonight. What a guy. We, when are we ever gonna have a full episode? Because I don't think we've had one in like five months. Probably this Sunday. Ah, I don't know if Jacob's going to be down for this Sunday. Wait, I'll be I, here this Sunday. I was going to ask, since it's the Pogo Double Header, since we got two cup races this, this weekend, are we doing Saturday and Sunday, or are we just coming out and getting one? I think we need to just run it on Sunday and cover it all. Because, I mean, we we cover Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on Sunday regularly anyway. Okay, that's fine. So, yeah, I just... We'll talk about Pocono in a minute. We'll talk yes. about Pocono in a minute because I I can go on for hours ah, about Pocono it. itself. There we go. Um. So what I oh, man, what I want to do with this episode is now we're moving to Friday. We have the truck race. Dalton, you gave your your thought process of the truck race. Coop, where are you at on the truck race? I don't. It's cool seeing Ryan Priest win. That was something I thought I'd never ever see in my entire life. Like, um, I got a. What is it with people asking this question? Where is this coming know. from? We'll just is have Dalton, to see if he is. I don't know. Dalton, Dalton's a really fun guest we have on regularly. So, yeah, they, he's a regular guest. They, they, they love me too much. And, again, we're all from East Tennessee, so it just already connects. It already I'm does. Like this one. I like this. Go live all weekend, huh? Oh. I don't – what if we did start running just 24 – A? Dakota already knows. Dakota already knows I'm a hoot. <clears throat> well, I was going to ask you this about Ryan Priest. Do you think he should drop down to the truck series like John Hunter did? No. You really don't think so? Mm-mm. I think Ryan Priest has drove his ass off all season long. I think Ryan Priest does deserve a cup ride. He pr- He's proven that he can be competitive. Um, this time last year, I despised Ryan Priest. Because it seemed like every caution that Ryan Priest caused was at Bubba's expense. <laughs> um, so you need to recruit him. I don't know. I just I don't know about him yet. Oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Bye. 
Bye. Bye. So anyway, Ryan Priest, I think he's a really good guy. Um, but also being a good guy doesn't go far in the sport of NASCAR. So Ryan Priest, to me, having had to race his way into the entire season because JTG sold their second charter or leased it, um, Ryan Priest did not have a guaranteed ra- ride this season. So he went in, he did his thing, and he's he's been competitive all year. Okay. I'm dad's I energy. Uh, let's 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 have him uh, cook hot wings live one night. Oh god! He, he, yeah, he, yeah, and like we're just like chilling in the background on a, on a couch waiting for the wings. Yeah, I, I try to get him to uh, bring some wing sauce at least, but I couldn't get close. Like you all could have made some chicken wings or something. He, you he would just had the sauce and dip it in, but you could make it happen. Maybe if y'all go to Bristol, we will. But uh, you know, I need you. Don't I don't even need you to be there, Dalton. Tell <sighs> your dad that I'm going to come over for dinner one night. He, 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 Guy Fieri is his idol, let me tell you. That's where he gets yeah. it from. I'm trying so hard to get him to open up a uh, a food truck. I hope he does it one day. I would try the wings. I'm a big wing, wing guy. I you love my wings. You see the ribs he makes, too. See? I, I'm making you hungry, am I? <laughs> we do have a K. We do have a KFB fan, and that's Parv. We need the one fuck out of here. No, we Parv. need one more. We need one more heavy. One KFB See, fan ain't gonna be enough. At, at some point, you you don't have room for any more like egos when it comes to Kyle Busch fans. Parv's you know, not a fucking ego. He's. I, I don't know what the Kyle does with. or Parv. When it comes to Kyle, Parv has the Kyle Busch fan ego. Good for Jared. There you go. That's it. I'm go- I- okay, after we get off the show, I'm going straight to Illustrate. I'm going to make that logo already. I'm even going to start designing the menus, too. <laughs> just Let's- get everything in place for your dad. Great to name. Has to do it. Great name. It- there it is. Bro. Debbie, chill. Damn. Chill. Kyle Bush fans. Then what else do you call you guys. them? What else do you call a Kyle Bush fan? So anyway, it's Friday. Um, the truck series race, uh, it is what it is. It was exciting. I thought it was a decent race. There wasn't enough, uh, rubber laid down. Um, it was super, 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 uh, single groove racing. If you moved up at all off the white line around the apron, you were riding up the track. Um, it was cool to see Ron Priest win, uh, just due to the fact that that's something that doesn't happen every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and in the truck race, we saw a lot of our like regular powerhouse guys not perform so well. So that was exciting to see some uh, smaller teams running up front. Truck race, yeah. if I had to rate one through ten, I'd give it like a six. Oh man, yeah, truck race was like tame at first. That that was pretty much every race this weekend. Like the first quarter of it would always be tame, like nothing would happen. But then once the track gets rubber on it, there's lots of lanes to move, lanes to move up to, and you can make a lot of passes. They just made the racing better. Each and every lap. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, so as far as the truck race goes, it is what it is. And then Friday night happens. Um, I hop on a party bus and head to downtown Nashville. Um, there was a there was a lot of uh, alcohol consumption that happened on that bus before we got to Nashville. <laughs> and uh, the worst part about all of that was the fact that it took us two hours to get from the track to downtown Nashville. And that was two hours. It took two hours. Traffic was awful. So we didn't get to roll up until like about 1230 or so in uh, downtown Nashville. 
And um, after that, we were on the prowl. Um, go into a bar uh, and then just proceed to have a good time. We didn't know what the plan was. Me and Parva come back from the big bass pro that's in downtown Nashville. And we're heading back. And we were like, shit, man. I don't think this little farm that we're staying on has towels. So we're like, let's stop and get some towels. And I need some beer. So we stopped and got that. And I told Parva, it was like, hey, I'm going to play you something cool. So we played some cocoa melon on the way down, all the way to the farm. <laughs> what cocoa melon? Did he like so, it? Playing wheels on the bus. Stop at a red light. Some car just hauls ass behind me, almost slams in my shit. Swerves in the other lane. I told Parva, I was like, damn, bro, we almost died. <laughs> so, go back to the farm, get some drinks, meet the boys, everything. And then we're like, what are we doing? All right, going downtown. So I whipped out the trusty white shirt, wearing it again tonight. And I was like, all right, we're going. Started from there. Poor Parv. Parv's only 20 years old. He got no bars downtown. So he just hung out on the strip all night. Now, now let, let's it call up. it. Let no, let's call it what it is. Coop, uh, Coop ditched Parv, and no, Parv I gave needed him two fucking options. We didn't know who else was in Murfreesboro. We said, Parv, you got two options: you come downtown with us, or you stay at the farm. Parv was like, Wait, okay. Now let me farm. ask you, Coop. Let come me ask you me. on a human. Let me ask you on a human level right here, okay? So, if you were by yourself, would you stay on that farm? Yeah. Would you? Are you just saying that now in retrospect to like after we talked right. to the guy, they were cool. Cause I was like, what's up with this area? And he was like, ah, oh, me and my wife live here. And then my, uh, my daughter-in-law lives in this house with her family. Have you like, ever right, seen cool. any horror movie though in your life? Oh, I was scaring the fuck out of part of, I was like, watch, they're going to open up our door tonight. And it's going to be Leatherface just standing there. Jason Voorhees, <laughs> big machete. Okay. <laughs> and I bet you said that. And then you're like, Hey, are you going to stay here by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> so my point is proven. Yeah. He was terrified to stay there. So, yeah, so at that point, yes, you did ditch him because in his mind, it was either go with Coop and be abandoned or be viciously murdered. Parv, you're like, a douchebag, bro. Parv said, damn, there's no outlets here or fans. And I was like, damn, that sucks. Guess you're coming downtown. Bro. <laughs> so he had no choice. So don't yeah, say did. you gave. All right. Yeah. Oh, uh, you can either uh, jump off this mountain or I can shoot you in the head. Which one is it? I mean, you don't really have a choice there. You're, de- you're dead either way. Hey, um, there's plenty on the strip to fucking do. I can't help Parv set at a chicken place and some guy walks is. up and said, hey, give me your food. And Parv goes, all right, man. And hands him a whole plate of chicken. Okay. Yeah. And that's- <laughs> Listen, I, I'm, I'm the adult here, okay? Um, Parv okay. Hey, was abandoned. And oh. what is there to do? Wait, oh, no. What is there to no, do no, on wait, Broadway at 1 a.m. on a Friday night? I walked Drink. up to each bar. That we went to, and I said, hey, my buddy's 20 years old. Will you put X's on his hand because he's not going to come in and drink? They said, no, we're not doing that. I was like, all right, Parv, you're fucked. Go walk. You get lost. How does that... guys, go to the truck. Damn. How that. does that – how did you tell me – telling me that? How did that, like, save your face there? Because that because made you sound even worse. The bars. I tried. I can't help that he's 20 years old. You're just you, literally you're trying to defend yourself and like you just keep implementing yourself. What even did we more. tell him two months ago? I said, I'm wild as shit. I like to party. I like to fuck around. They offered to go downtown. We're going downtown. I don't give a fuck what you do. Coop, just face the facts. You're a dick. Thank you. <laughs> you're a dick. You. I became a different animal this weekend. I was like, so on Friday night. Mode. So Friday what? night. <laughs> what? what, what? 
And, and Cody told me about the story of you in Atlanta. Which I one? Mean, you know, which one? We got to Chattanooga. It's like an hour away, and I heard he was down a bottle of wine. I hopped on the roof of his car and was shotgunning beers with his fiance's keys, and I was ready to go, screaming That's at a gas station, smacking some on ass. Come on, we honking the was... horn. Oh, remember the truckers? I remember Hanging that, but, I, going, but I, do you? Spitting <laughs> on the damn uh, hotel glasses. Are you just avoiding the uh, the gas station fill up memory? I don't know what happened. Right. Yeah, I was so trying to I was trying to, I was trying to pump my said. gas and fill the car up so we would have gas to go. And all you wanted to do was lay on the horn. <laughs> I, I, I threw like you in the back. I literally like I wrapped around the collar and threw you in the back. And how then many, I shut the door, you're right back up on it. Cody, I forgot to ask you, how many C B D gummies did you have to take to recover from that? Uh, so I, I wasn't doing CBD again then. Uh, the CBD's only found its way back in my life in the last oh, like wait. month and a half. Shit. Uh. Oh, your summer. <laughs> yes, a big mental breakdown. Everybody, summer that, remember summer had the taser. I remember because so he pulls out the damn taser, and uh, I I take a couple steps back, so I'm side by side with Jacob, and we just kind of have like this wall up. He couldn't tase us both at the same time. One of us was going to get tased, but the other was going to distract him to get a few hits in. Do you remember when I looked straight at that mirror and I just spit on it and wiped it with my foot? Yes, that's what he told me. I remember that too. Yeah, I, I remember every part of Atlanta because I still have PTSD from that. <laughs> so anyway, it's Friday night. We got to a bunch of bars. Um, people are buying drinks here and there. Um, no naming names with that one. But people are running drinks all the way around the board. Um, yeah, I'm the type of guy. If you buy me a drink, I'm gonna drink it, and I'm gonna. I got keep you exposed to some Deep Eddy. You never had Deep Deep Eddy Lemon before. I got you drinking that. Yeah, That's uh, some I, good shit. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't remember it too much, but it was it was a lot of alcohol, um, in downtown Nashville. Uh, but I was also on the clock working, and I would like to like just give myself a uh, a nice round of applause because not only was I absolutely plastered in downtown Nashville. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I was still a fully coherent cameraman, and I still yeah. captured a lot of really great content. You took a really um, bad picture of us. A bad. You picture? were rocking it. I looked at myself and was like, "Wow, I'm." Well, I'm not the one who took that. that I'm not the one who took that picture. Oh, I don't know who the fuck took. I don't it. know how you figured. God. How how could I take a picture of me and you if we're like six feet away from the camera? I don't know. Yeah, see, that's true. You were plastered. That was a <laughs> so, bad picture. I had a spit oh. cup in my hand. I don't even fucking dip. I had a spit cup in my hand, <laughs> and I still had one in my mouth. What was wrong with me that night? You're a wild man that night. Met, so anyway, a, a fucking Bubba spot or two, randomly. Yep. yep. I was just yep. like, "Hey, Super man, nice, nice to meet you." And he was like, "Hey, I'm Freddie." And I was like, "Cool." Walked away. And I was like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" And they're like, "It's Bubba Spotter." And I was like, "Cody, picture." <laughs> yeah, I, wa I walked by him on the way in. I was like, "Hey, man, just want you know, I'm a big fan." And he's like, "Thanks, buddy." And uh. He was out there having a good night too. So anyway, uh, so Friday night happens. We get back real late, um, and then Saturday morning happens, and I somehow wasn't helped involved with a uh, a Kyle Larson and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. cornhole game. Uh, you mm -hmm. boys were there, so y'all saw it yes, too. Yes, sir. Uh, happened out in the uh, the campgrounds, courtesy of the garage guys, which was pretty dope. Um, super nice guys. Uh, everybody that I've met so far in NASCAR has been fantastic. There's not been one person I've met yet 
where I was like, oh, like what an asshole. Um, Sheldon Creed was a super cool guy. Anthony Alfredo, I can't speak on him enough. He is probably the nicest person I've ever met in my entire life. Fast pasta. Fast pasta. Yeah, he's super cool, down to earth dude. Um, so anyway, Saturday, I will give you guys the floor on this one because I really didn't care less about Saturday's race. Oh boy, did I have the time of my life Saturday? How about that? <sighs> Woo! This is all talk you. to me. Talk to me I about your whole experience. I want to know how you ended up, where you ended up, and everything. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we get Saturday. All right, uh, Saturday is probably the best day of the weekend to be completely honest with you. So. Day starts off, me and dad get up early. We go get breakfast. Uh, we take a stop at the liquor store because he has to get fireball. It's very important for him to get fireball. 100, let's go. So, so dad goes to the liquor store at 10 o'clock in the morning, buys like a shit ton of fireball uh, shot glasses to use for the party because dad cannot go anywhere without his fireball. So we get there. Uh, I wanted to go shopping around, like looking at the facility and stuff like that because I'd never seen it before, obviously. I took and a fireball shot with your dad, by the way. There you go. There you go. And I did see that, by the way. So after I get that shopping and take a look at places, uh, me and dad, I, I wanted to go hang out with you guys before we went to set down. So uh, I went to the campsite where you guys were, and uh, that's cute. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, so Cooper uh, called me and Thank said, you. hey, where are you I at? Gonna so, say, I was going to say, shout me out. I helped you out. But, yeah, Thanks. thank you very much. I, I would have never found you if you'd have not offered a came out. So I really do appreciate that, buddy. Uh, so Coop uh, picked us up, uh, dropped us off to the campsite. We met Kyle Larson, and then Ricky Sittenhouse got a picture with him. So that was nice. The first time I've ever met both of them. And let me tell you something. Ricky Sittenhouse Jr. was probably the nicest guy I've ever met so far. That guy was dude, a Ricky dude. was fucking – he was ripped. Dude, his forearms, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jacked. Oh, Ricky works out. Don't God. don't you don't you second think that for a I'm second. not denying that. I'm not denying that. So I hang out with you guys uh, for about an hour or two, I think, and then me and Dan went to go watch a uh, practice and qualifying, and then uh, we watched the Xfinity race. And so, of course, the Xfinity race, in my opinion, uh, kind of like the truck race, it's like way too tame to start. I know that was going on, but once the track rubbered up, uh, races got better, better, better. And of course, uh, we got all these cautions like late in the race, and it kept coming over and over and over and over again. And I was getting so pissed off. I'm like, can this race is in, please? Uh, and also, I did think that Justin Allgaier was going to wreck Kyle. I had that feeling that it was going to happen because uh, there was that one restart where uh, I guess Kyle and uh, Allgaier were just racing really hard. I think Kyle, it looked like Kyle shoved Allgaier down way at the bottom of the track in turn three, and then Allgaier like, shoved it right back up the track. And uh, then I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Allgaier and Kyle were like bumping each other like after the caution came out, like during the pace laps. And uh, I'm like, oh, we're getting wrecked. We are going to get wrecked eventually, and it's not going to be good for me. Uh, but but I, I was actually surprised Allgaier didn't do anything, to be completely honest with you. But luckily, Kyle kept choosing the high lane on every, each and every restart. He was able to take off, and uh, Allgaier really couldn't uh, do anything with for him. Uh, and then finally the race ended, and boy, I partied like a wild animal. Uh, so part – I. Paul, you better thank me because I got you famous. So after the race is over. I helped uh, that motherfucker. We were standing in the seats, and I was like, Dalton's down there. Me and Dakota are running down to the fence. I was like, you need to get with Dalton. I was like, something's going to happen. And Paul yeah. was like, I don't want to do it. No, man, no. And I was like, look, I'm going down there. You're going to the other side, and I'm going to get a picture of you guys. And he was like, all right, man, I'll do it. And I was like, all right, cool. 
Me and Dakota fuck around. We turn back. Goddamn Nashville fit or Nashville Speedway all up your ass. Yeah. I took the picture real quick and I was like, Parv, look, look what happened. You listen to me. Yeah. So as the race is over, uh, there's this uh, friend out there that who's also a Kyle Busch fan. His name's uh, Alex Dockery. He, uh, shout out to you, brother. He is a Kyle Busch fan. He lives here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, he's friends with my sister too. Uh, so, uh, he saw me and started like hugging the shit out of me. And like, I was just celebrating. And then I found Parv and Parv was all excited. And the first thing I said to Parv was get your ass down here with me right now. We are going to get on TV tonight. So I grabbed my lucky riding nation flag that I never forget to bring uh, to a race. Uh, Cause literally every time I bring that flag, something good happens. I brought the first time I brought that flag was in championship week in 2019. I want to Kyle sign that. This is after Kyle won the championship in 2019. They're in Nashville. I'm, I'm going to go beat the guy. Uh, so I only had one thing that gets signed. And I said, you know what? I'm going to sign the Rattie Nation flag. So I brought the flag with me. And there was a photographer that worked for Kyle Bush. And uh, he asked me, hey, can I take a picture with you in that flag? I said, sure. And uh, a couple hours later, I go on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And I am all over Kyle Bush's social media pages. Like his Twitter, his Facebook, his Instagram, everything. And it was badass. So I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make sure I never forget this flag anywhere I go. And that's exactly what I did. So I brought the flag with me first Saturday. And I said, if Kyle wins, I'm flying the shit out of that thing once we uh, win the race. And, of course, Parv comes and congratulates me. I said, hey, get your ass down here. We're going to show off this flag. And uh, my buddy Alex comes out there, too. And uh, we're all waving it while Kyle's doing his burnout. So we were trying to get Kyle's attention. But it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. But then... There's this, I think it's, her name is uh, Amy Long. I think she worked for National Super Speedway, or she was their social media manager or something. She kept wanting us to make sure that we stayed like uh, stayed right there. She said, we want pictures of you, want to take a video of you. So uh, she got a video. She took a video of me, Parv, and uh, Alex waving the flag and uh, put it on uh, National uh, Super Speedway's uh, Twitter page after the race is over. So that was badass. And I also got a picture taken by one of the photographers that – put me on Twitter as well. I went down there. I found some Kyle Busch fans that were waving another flag. I wanted to go down there to see them. Uh, so it was like before a restart early in the race, like I think early in States 2. And so I went down there. I wanted to meet with them, talk to them for a little bit. When the restart happened, I was screaming at Kyle Busch like when he took the lead. And that photographer was just saying, I watched her like taking a picture of me. And then I took Twitter like 45 minutes later. I'm already on there. I'm like, whoa, holy hell. I am famous, baby. Uh, so, but you have you have a way with social media. I know I get lucky, man. Every single you time, could be, I think you could be a social media manager and like excel at that. I could honestly, uh, I could I could literally run Kyle Woods' Twitter account, or I want to make my own Barstool Sports Rowdy Nation account. That would be the best thing to do. Like yeah. just make a Barstool Rowdy Nation account, and I will immediately run that. That would be dope. I got the humor and the. Uh, you know, the the asshole <laughs> to do it, like the asshole mentality to do it. So I can be a prick, be funny, and that's good enough to make that account. So I can do it. That would be dope. I got that's told a good during idea. The race, huh? I got told during the race uh, screaming at a certain driver of the 18 car. I was screaming at him, and I got told Hamburg? by a mother that there were too many children around, and I needed to stop cussing. So I looked at Parv oh and my said, God. cool, fuck me, Parv. <laughs> You Great got time. called down. Yeah. Was it one of those National Fairgrounds uh, Karens that 
She had like three kids with her, and I'm like, all right, you're gonna row seven, and you're gonna bitch at me. Well, for she probably, and yeah. Fuck you know what, Park? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I just called you Park. Park. You know <laughs> Bro. Listen. What? All what? you are doing in this episode is making yourself sound like a horrible human being. Good. Let's let her, let it keep going. The true coop's coming out. Hello. Now. I told you. The name's Florida like, dog? At the beach. My sister is hanging out in Florida. Oh, uh, I was wondering if that was your sister. It is, yeah. Okay. Miss Vacation. Uh, um. So, anyway. Uh, tell him, I guess, Cody. Tell him, yeah, Cody. Tell him. Tell, tell him, him, Cody. <laughs> tell him, Cody. And no, it's no longer, it's no longer, Get it's no here. longer fuck Parv. Now it's fuck, or Coop's a dick. <laughs> yeah, Coop is a dick. Coop's I, a dick. If you're going to say Coop, make sure to put the daddy with it too, motherfucker. <laughs> okay anywho god you guys i bitch and complain about y'all staying or not being able to hold a topic and you're doing it to me now um yeah let's all just gang up against coop tonight do it um, do it so anyway what uh never said what? what daddy yeah daddy 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 oh shit Anyway, that's that's the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh my so let's move on uh, real quick because there's one topic I want to hit before we uh, wrap up the episode. I do specifically want to talk about um, the new booth uh, or you know forecast for the next booth at Fox. But first, we got to talk about Sunday. Sunday, <laughs> bloody Sunday. Um, it was a good day. I liked it. I mean, weather was the day overall. Yeah, weather was perfect. I I thought it was more hot Ooh, Sunday than it was that, Saturday. Saturday was warm, but Sunday was like another. Sunday was warm. worse. It was much Ooh. worse. Yeah, there were oh. a couple points Sunday where I thought I was gonna pass out. Like that, I had some feelings that like there was some parts where I couldn't breathe. Like it was hard for me to breathe almost. They ran out I, of fucking I, I, water I'm not kidding. and beer. Water. How and does beer that happen? Water. We'll cover How that. Run, but yeah, let's get to that in a second. How let's do you run out of water? Race. Let's cover the race. So the All race right. itself. Um, Raise your hand if you're surprised at the outcome of the race. Okay, exactly. Um, I mean, at this point, you know, uh, it's Kyle Larson. So that's all you could say about the ending. Um, the race itself, uh, where where do you guys feel Nashville is as far as, like, uh, enjoyable to watch or uh, just boring? No, that was a good race, I thought. We, we need Nashville. Of course, I know everybody wants fairgrounds. I understand it's not fairgrounds to some fans, but I, I want to let you guys know because I live near Nashville Fairgrounds, and that place is nowhere near ready for a cup race anytime soon. Yeah. And, and it's not just because of the Karens down there uh, bitching about the noise. It's a lot more than that. In 2019, after I graduated college in August, my papa was visiting from Oregon. He's a big antique collector. And they had like a flea market, and where the soccer stadium yeah. is being built, there's like a bunch of like flea market tents, like for people to buy like old stuff. And we wanted to go down there. I had no idea it was behind National Fairgrounds, but I went with them just to spend time with them. And there was a track. I'm like, whoa, okay. Uh, but I looked at it, and there's there's no way you can hold a cup race anytime soon, especially with the traffic and everything that went on in Super Speed, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but at National Fairgrounds, there's no parking. Uh, the traffic would be much worse, probably worse than Kentucky in 2011. Now, I, I, I can immediately, that. I can throw a rebuttal at the parking one. They are doing parking for the soccer stadium. 
I don't know. If, see, I, I didn't look at the vendor for the soccer stadium because I, I don't know like how they're doing it. Of course, I never go downtown much, uh, but I really got to take a look at that. But, of course, that's what Fairgrounds is. Like, what I'm trying to say is Fairgrounds is nowhere near ready. So, Super Speedway is going to have to do for now. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they have a lot of uh, mock-ups for what they want to do with Fairgrounds as long as they can get it to, like, be inked. Yeah. And, see, the Super Speedway, a lot of people inside the sport thought – they, their expectations were very low for this race because they thought that it was just going to be a one-lane uh, track just like Texas or Dover. Because uh, I'll be honest, the Xfinity Series and the truck races you know, before it shut down weren't really all that good. Uh, it was just like a one-lane races. Uh, but this really surprised a lot of people. Like You were just able to make passes, uh, get a bunch of good runs in the corners. And, and thank God for that 750-horsepower package because if it would have been 550 you would have had Dover for uh, Dover 2019. You remember that awful race? You would have had that for Nashville if we ran 550. But luckily, we ran 750 and it made it a good race. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed the race this weekend. You know, you got to see drivers slipping and sliding. Uh, I saw a lot of people getting loose off turn four. I've never seen that in such a long, long time. Oh, Lots God, of passing. Top 10, too. Look at the top 10 that we had. I mean, we had Ricky up there. We had Sid House was good. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was dope as fuck. It was and ironic Daniel that uh, Kyle and Ricky ran one and two for a long time, and it was just really ironic after the cornhole game. I, I think the garage guys helped Larson and Stenhouse dominate that weekend. It's probably their magic touch or something. It, it was the good vibes from the cornhole. They uh, they won the cornhole game, so they felt like they, they had to keep the streak alive. But what I'm going to say is, yeah, I know Kyle Larson dominated, but that's just how racing is. You can't let a guy dominate – a race this strategy from the fact that it was a good race. Mm-hmm. You can't let that happen. I agree entirely. Not a bad race. Not a bad race no. at all. I mean, I wasn't surprised. We knew who was going to win it, but I was like, damn, it'd be cool to see someone else get this, but it was a good race overall. Oh, oh you know what else we had that we hadn't had in a long time? Fuel mileage. A little bit of fuel mileage. That was exciting. Uh, That's something I genuinely miss that about the sport. Um, Of course, you know, we all love, like, cautions and pit road strategies but back in the day uh not to sound like a grandpa here but back in the day when a race would go really long on green it was still super exciting because people really had to save gas and um i mean now there's definitely much more of an emphasis now on uh the importance of tires over the importance of fuel and i just i think that's unfortunate for the sport uh strategically um i mean how many races do we remember in our childhood uh, where it was three to go and the leader ran out of gas. You know, I'm mean, 2017 Coke 600 was the last fuel mileage race that we had. I did think we didn't get another one after that. Yeah, no, it's just it on the longest of greens. It's like the cautions are perfect enough to where they're all the one caution per race that we get nowadays. It's just the perfect timing for them to be able to run a long green without having to worry about fuel. And stages play into that, too. Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm not a stage racing guy at all. I never have been, never will. But and, and see, that's another reason. That's something that stage racing took away from us. You just don't get those fuel mileage races anymore. They're gone. Yeah, it was about the stage. Because come stage two, Austin Dillon got those good points for that second place. So oh, I was he came out of nowhere weekend. for that one. I, I figured you would be. Like, yes. Yes. There we go, baby. Um, Dude, Michael, Kyle Lars. No, go ahead, Cody. No, you go ahead. Well, I was gonna say Kyle Larson on those restarts. Whew, he Quick. as soon as 
you would always check that and nobody had it. So I, I don't know if y'all could hear it. Dalton, you should have been able to. About no, I the, did. Last, about I the did. last 20 laps, Kyle Larson was saving fuel. I did. He It would shut off the engine every single time. Every time he passed the fit, start finish line. Yep. Like when he passed me, I'm a little bit over the past start finish line going into one. And once he passed me is the moment where he would always shut the engine off, saving fuel. And that yeah. and that's another thing you haven't seen in a long time either. Because Brackislavski was the first to bring that up back at Kansas one year in 2011, where he'd shut yeah. the car off at the corners, turn it back on the straightaways to keep, keep speed. Uh, you haven't seen that in a long time either. So it, it was just really nice to see those drivers have to save fuel. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that was cool. But it wasn't enough to where it actually mattered. Had the race gone on another five laps, then maybe we would have saw uh, some guys running out. And I think Martin Truex was about to run out because he pitted with about three to go. Yeah, yeah. see, he wasn't he much. It, I know it wasn't much. Like, Harvigan, Hamlin, and Kirk Busch, the only people that ran out of gas, really. But I really wanted it to be more. But, man, I, I hey, mean, if, I, oh, if, well, I was going to say this is what – the casual fan or this is what the old school fans want you know hard racing uh sliding out of the corners uh slipping and sliding uh also the heat had a lot to do with it too you're making the track a lot slicker oh yeah yeah and uh supposedly they had sprayed down um a resin uh the same resin that they spray down at dover uh to try to make it stickier but i mean whatever it is they use at dover doesn't work either so i oh, mean no. it is what it is overall i thought it was a pretty good race um i mean i think I haven't watched the broad like a replay of the broadcast yet, so I still don't know about NBC this year. Last year, I hated NBC's coverage. To me, the only good part about NBC coverage is Junior, and that's it. Oh god, yeah. we, Dakota was telling us his buddy was watching it. Dude, they had like fuel left to go for the laps. They were having speed, just everything. It was like a whole chart on the side of the screen. Apparently, well, NBC I like that. Fucking killed it this Sunday. I, if they bring that in, then yeah, I'll be happy. Um. And I guess this is a perfect segue. Um, I'll just close with this. I hope that NASCAR comes back to Nashville Super Speedway again. Um, maybe to help with this. Uh, the track. Thank you, Debbie. I appreciate you. Probably Ugh. being nice to me. Ugh. Um, what 100. Cry about it. I, I will. I cried that day. Um, so Nashville Super Speedway, the preparedness of the track. Um, we brushed on it at the start of this conversation. God. Um, I don't give a damn about coolers. Um, it's like it sucks as a fan. Like I'd like to be able to take my own beer in. Um, yes. I think that I think that the track, as far as the amount of people that they they had in the track, um, I think that that factored into not bringing in coolers. Uh, I think that they were worried that it would make everything a lot more crammed up. I think that's more of the driving factor behind like just trying to make money. Um, they should have been fucking prepared for it, though. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I agree entirely, but I don't think the cooler move is like out of spite for you to spend money. I don't think that's it. I mean, that definitely like happens, but I think that it's definitely due to them being concerned that there's not enough space. Because, I mean, you got 60,000 people. They had to add additional seating. So you have uh, 60,000 people come in, 20,000 minimum. 20,000 of those are going to bring in coolers. Did you see the guys with coolers? Me and Dakota did. Dude, walking out of the fucking cooler. And we were like, what the fuck? People with, like, water bottles and shit? Like, what, Dalton? How's that? Shit like that? I didn't understand. I was like, 
okay. When we walked in, there were people with like an open container from the outside, and they're like, throw it away, make sure you throw it away. But then some there was it's probably like everything else, you got to go down the right line. Yeah, that's what I'm starting to think too, because I brought in a bottle of water from one of my friends at the campgrounds, and they didn't say anything about it. But I was just able to swim it. And there were a lot of people in front of me that took water with them. Yeah. There were a lot of people in front of me that did. And they, they didn't say anything. Yeah, I think it's all about like who your uh, security person is. Um, our security people, when I went into the track, they my my thing buzzed and uh they didn't stop me. Like it buzzed and I turned around and looked and he just like waved me on through and I was like, oh, okay. What what the metal detector? Yeah. What'd you have in that pocket, vape? baby? I guess it was my vape that set it oh. up. Oh yeah. But um yeah, he was just like, uh, go ahead. So I'm thinking, like, God, buddy, I could have like brought anything in the world in here. Um, so anyway, they run out of water. The lo- the lines for beer, like 20 minute lines for beer. So you go for beer, you miss 50 laps. Um, that was unfortunate. Uh, the fact that they ran out of water, though, I think was the biggest travesty of it all. <laughs> That's uh, unacceptable, especially on a hot day. Yeah, I mean, if you're not going to allow people... Because, I mean, that takes away, like, the choice, right? Like, if you can bring in however much water you you want and you refuse to and you dehydrate and, like, die of a heat stroke, that's on you. Fuck you. Yeah, that's on you. Right? Like, that that is entirely on you. Now, if I'm somewhere that didn't allow me to bring my own drink in and then you run out of the drink that that you didn't allow me to bring in and I have a heat stroke and die, I feel like that's on you. I agree. I was not happy with it. I didn't like the price. I get it though, because like that's the same price you go to a football game. Baseball now five dollar beers though. That was the best price I've ever seen on a but beer. Still, you got to think about it. It was a twelve ounce can. Like that's oh still yeah, wasn't a good I mean price, they they like, sell three of those and they pay for their case. You know, yeah. Mark, so like Mark's. No, go ahead, Coop. I was just saying, like, eh, you know, I still bought them. Like I spent a decent amount of money on them, but like. Martinsville had the cheapest concession prices that of, of all the races I've been to. Martinsville is always the cheapest. Hot dogs are only two dollars. Uh, drinks were two dollars. Water was one. That's good. I mean, that's yeah. that. That's that short track fill. If you're not going to have uh, a lot of coolers, at least make the prices cheaper. I, I mean, agree. You, I agree you can entirely. Still, you, you can still make money for that. Um, oh yeah. But, at the end of the day, I don't want to turn it into a cooler issue as much as they banned the cooler. So then it was it was on them. They had that burden to make sure that there would be enough supply for everybody. So I'm excited that- for Atlanta because I know Atlanta allowed coolers or not coolers, but like we had our bag, we had our beer, we had our drinks. Like we even everything water with everything from here on so out like- that's SMI. Um, apparently except for Vegas, but every other SMI track is all clear bag only. See, that's perfectly fine. It's, I mean, clear bag sucks to put your cold drinks in there because they're not going to stay cold. But at least we no, can the ice have don't last. The, the ice doesn't last on the clear bags if you have to put put it in. Because I went to the All Star race last year, like for the COVID uh, race for the All Star race, and so this is the first time me and my dad tried it. We both went to Academy, bought uh, clear backpacks. I carried the scanners. He carried the drinks. And he put ice in it. We got out of the car. He put the ice in and put all the drinks, snacks, and everything like that. And that ice lasted only 10 minutes. And it was already yep. filled with water. It oh, did not last it. long at all. Tennessee yeah. in the middle of July. It's hot as hell. Now, did you guys know that actually Kentucky, as of right now, was the only track that actually had coolers and outside drinks already banned? 
and this was pre-COVID. I went to really? Kentucky, I went to Kentucky 2019 with the Kurt Bush and Kyle Bush finish. And I guess it's because Kentucky has like really strict DUI laws. Uh, they don't want people drinking and driving, which I support that 100%. But when I, me and dad went to Kentucky, there were no outside drinks allowed and no coolers as well. And if you wanted to buy beer, you would have to go buy one each. Like, and you had to wait an hour like after you buy it to go buy another one. So I think we're I all in agreement. Quick. I sobered up quick. After the beers I had, when I walked back to the car, the heat, everything just hit me, and I was like, holy fuck. And then, I mean, we dicked around with Dakota and everyone, but, like, by the time I got in the car, I was good to go because I drove oh, right. all the way home. Right. Yeah, and, I mean, I just – I can't get over it. Uh, water's just so pivotal and so important to have at any event. Even if it's $40 a bottle, like, at least have water, <laughs> you know? Did you guys go to the bathroom at all and like splash your face? Because I was, I was like fucking hot. I needed something. Like I even took. Oh, and you were already burnt too. Who, no, who, who knows what's in that damn sink water at the freaking bathrooms? I didn't give a shit, dude. I was splashing my face, splashing my head. I needed something because, like, I mean, even my fucking head is burnt right now. Like it is peeling so bad. Just <laughs> fuck. Shout out that Fair ball skin game. problems. Yeah. Shout out that ball game, baby. Um. So, yeah, National Super Speedway, I think that uh, we can all collectively say they need to – if they're – okay, hold on. We didn't even cover one traffic getting in. Oh, my God. So, I got to tell you something. Me and my dad uh, went to this race. Where, oh, were you, were you about to do something? Oh, wait. Why are we – look at him. <laughs> look at him right there. Yeah, I guess – right, There you are. I'll go back. There we go. Coop. You wild man. Uh, so here's a really interesting story. So me and my dad, uh, we did not sit in our seats. Let me just say uh, there were still a lot of empty seats, like before the green flag dropped mm-hmm. and, yeah, yeah, yeah. on Sunday. Yes, uh, yeah, because they yeah. they had to push it back uh, thirty minutes just to get people off the road. See, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Well, probably because the internet connection was shitty, I couldn't get on anything. But uh, there was Wi-Fi there. I will say kudos to them for having really good Wi-Fi. Tanner, I missed out on it. That really would have helped. The Wi-Fi was fantastic. The Wi-Fi was good. You weren't sending a regular text message, but you could definitely send an iMessage, Snapchats, call. Well, calls are a little spotty. It depends who you called. Like, I was able to call Cody and hear him pretty decent, but. It's impossible to call someone during a freaking race. It's really. (laughs) But. Even if it goes through, it's just. Yep. So, anyway. So me and dad did not sit in our seats, okay? We moved down a road just to spread out a little bit because there's still a bunch of 50 seats. Uh, <clears throat> so the race started, I think it was lap 60. Uh, the people that were sitting in our seats that we sat in, they finally came in. So we scooted over for them. And they were a bunch of good dudes. So these guys are from Illinois. I don't know what part of Illinois, but they came to Nashville. Apparently they have a cousin who lives in downtown Nashville. They said that they left at... 9.30, I think. 9.30 to, from downtown Nashville to go to the track. They didn't stop for anything. Sat there for five hours and missed uh, missed the first 60 laps. Oh, I get that because I went backwards. I picked up Parv, and then I went and got Summer because I was like, Summer, follow me. And we chugged in. Dude, we probably had maybe an hour and 30 minutes like within that time because we walked, gave Cody his water, and then after that we were like, shit, we don't have a lot of time. 
we've like messed now, around for a second. Bro, I'll tell you, walking like, that water back to that camper that day, beat <laughs> my ass. Oh, I beat okay. my ass walking from the car to the front. I was like readjusting and I was like, God, me too. So yeah, I carried on one arm for a minute, and then swap over, then just like bear hug it on my way. That's what I was doing. Summer's like, let me carry it. And I was like, absolutely not. You're not. I, after no, a little while, I did hand that. it. After a minute, I did hand it to her. Literally just for like no. three steps. And at that point, so many people walked by. And I know in their head, they're like, what a piece of shit. They're like, like what an guy. asshole. Fuck yeah. this guy. I, I literally <laughs> handed it to her for like 20 seconds. I was so, treating Summer when she was my little sister. I was like, you're not doing anything that requires any strength or anything. Do you need water? I've got you, Summer. <laughs> Like, don't go. I appreciate the lookout. So, so he's not a dick. So, Coop's Thank not, you. Dick at I'm all. not a dick. All right. Okay. Yeah, that, that was your redeeming moment for the night. <laughs> hey, so, fuck Parv, but don't fuck Summer. That's the girl. That's the whole Is that the motto? That is. Wow. Uh, so, <laughs> one thing I want to mention before we move on. Uh, so, my story was for Sunday, I knew traffic was going to be bad, but me and dad left at like 10 30. We're sitting in traffic, and it's pretty bad. We're not even moving for about a good 20 minutes. I realized my dumbass forgot the scanners back at the house. So I had to turn around and go right back to the house to get the scanners. Also had to get the uh, right nation flag. I forgot that, too. Uh, so I sprinted back, uh, ran into the house, grabbed the scanners and the uh, flag, and we went back in. We went to the same road. We still weren't moving. So... The thing that pissed me off the most, I, and of course I'm not a traffic director, so I don't know like the reason for this, but so I can't remember the street, but like we me and dad are going down this back road, we turn left, and there's like a big rock wall or whatever, and it's like a so there's two lanes like going this way, a big ass turn lane in the middle, and two other lanes going this way, so there was nobody coming like this way. At all, nobody. I, I feel like they you're closed about it off. at the track. Or are you talking about at your place? No, at the track. So I think it was Waltrip, right there, where all that shit was, where it was hard to get through because they like blocked off a whole side of the road. I think, yeah, because there was nobody coming through. I that think it was side of the road. No, there was yeah, nobody. It was like the right side of that line. Like you would go straight, and it was blocked off, and the right side coming out of the track, it was blocked off. Yeah, there was nobody coming yeah. through. So I feel mm-hmm. like they literally could have used that to. A lot more people to get get in. And That's what I through. asked. I even we pulled up at the end of the race, and I was like, "Can I turn right?" And he was like, "Nope, you're going left." And I was and, like, and "Cool." And, and another thing. And another thing. There's a big ass middle turning lane right there that turns into nothing. Like you're not turning into anything. It's just a big yellow middle lane to get into, and nobody was using it. So we got about an hour and a half before the race starts, and we and our dad thought we were going to miss it. And there were these people that start. Sorry behind me, some people just said, screw it, got in that yellow middle lane and just cut everybody. I said, you know what, screw this, I'm following you. And we were able to cut in front of a lot of people and get to the track uh, on time. Uh, but yeah. next time, next time they got to open up two more lanes. Like, you get, they got to do something to help the track go through nicely. Uh, I mean, national traffic, as a near national resident, I mean, I can confirm that the traffic is bad every single day, like, not even if the race is not in town. Uh, but so I did expect that, but they got to figure out how to, how to fix this for next year. So I feel like they'll learn like Kentucky did in 2011 because, uh, <laughs> uh, um, so I think they'll learn like Kentucky did in 2011 when they had their traffic issues, they'll figure out a way to like maybe build some new roads, uh, open some new lanes and help traffic through a lot better. Uh, because, you just can't have that again. And if that keeps happening over and over and over again, 
you're, you're just going to lose the fan base that wanted this track to come back. I so, stand by. Bristol is the worst fucking traffic to get. Just leave the race. It is the not worst. for me. I fucking not for me. It. If you bought, if you park at a fire department like right behind the track, you're out of there in a heartbeat. Be a dead oh, park bro, there. For the dirt race, we parked uh, at the condos. And uh, we we sat in the condo parking lot for uh, over an hour. That was well, it was it was mistake. horrifying too because uh, I I talked Summer into staying because Summer wasn't initially going to stay for the uh, the cup race. She was going to go to school, and um, I was a really bad influence on her that day. And I talked her into skipping school, um, but also she had to be at work at nine o'clock. And uh, we pulled out of Bristol Motor Speedway at like eight fifteen. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, but like I said, they'll, I think they'll learn from next year. They'll do a lot better, but you, you just got to make sure that you get help make the traffic better next year. How are we I doing? Agree. Are we going back next year? Oh, I, uh, I'm ready to buy my ticket. I'm ready to buy my ticket for next year already. I think I'm going to try. I want to. Yeah. I, I'm I mean, this is my new hometown track. I have to come back here. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, so let's go into this topic and then we'll go into our picks. So news broke earlier this week that Jeff Gordon was leaving the Fox booth to um, step into a vice chairman role at Hendrick Motorsports. Um, I guess just the initial thoughts, uh, is this a good move for Hendrick? I mean... I already knew this was going to happen a long time ago. I think a lot of fans knew this was going to happen because these owners are not going to last long. And we all knew that Jeff Corbin was going to be the number one replacement. So, Right. And I, mean, I think it's important to remember back to um, Ricky Hendrick. Um, Rick's only son uh, died in a tragic plane crash in 2004. Um, so at that point, like Gordon kind of became like even more of a son figure to him. Um, because if I'm not mistaken, him and Ricky were right around the same age, um, and they were really good friends. So I think Rick sees Jeff Gordon as a son to him and like the rightful heir to the throne of Hendrick Motorsports. I agree um, with that. So that that leaves a hole in the booth. Um, I do also think that Clint Boyer being in the booth had a lot to play into uh, Jeff leaving. Um, they're both super professional guys, and uh, they they have very good synergy uh, on the camera. But I think uh, they they throw enough jabs at each other. I think that there's still a lot of ill feelings there. Oh, from the Phoenix wreck. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think there's a lot of ill feeling, and I mean that's not the only time that him and Boyer had ever like uh, not seen eye to eye. Martinsville, um, twenty twelve. Exactly. Another so, example. I mean, I, I think there's still a, a, a feud and a rivalry <laughs> between the two of them, but I don't think you would have ever seen that displayed on camera. No. I, well, oh, I mean, it really can't, honestly. Right. And I mean, they're both super professional, but think about all the digs they throw at each other. Anytime you roast somebody, there's a, there's like at least a smidge of sincerity behind what you say, or else you wouldn't be roasting them. Right. You know, that kind of reminds me of Joey Logano and Brad Gonzalez being in the booth together. You know, you know, I, I'm sure Brad still hates Joey. I'm sure oh, yeah, still Oh, yeah, for talk. sure. Yep. 100%. Um, so, I mean, I think that, that that's unfortunate. Uh, but I do I do think that Gordon probably wanted to leave as 
like even before the offer itself came in. So that leaves the biggest question of all. Do we stick with two or do we uh, bring someone in? Bring back the Mac. Not Jamie Mac, Larry Mac. Bring back the Mac. I beg of you. We're going to get some fucking slap down that doesn't know anything about racing in the booth, though. I don't think that they will. Honestly, though, so I actually, I thought long and hard because we started talking about this yesterday. Um, I actually do have an idea. Oh, my God. Wait a second. I don't know if we can post that. Don't post that. That's not. Oh, you did it. Oh, bro. That that is. a female can say that. That's as fair. long as it's not That's Danica Patrick. As long as it's not Danica Patrick, I'm fine. Hey, but she sounded really good at SRX. She sounded really good. She I didn't like even know name. who Bill nickname was. That's how bad she is. She's young. Let her be. Oh bullshit. Come That's on. not an excuse. There is no excuse oh. for that. Um, so I I think that the the clear choice for it i don't remember what i was saying before we went off in that tangent um i think the clear choice for it overall is probably going to be adam alexander and no. that, oh. that cry. i no. oh, oh. they're with you oh now i remember what i was going to say <laughs> uh you were talking about having pat mcafee in there uh each week do you remember way back in the wwe days where they had the uh the hosts yes. every single week for raw Let's yeah. run that. Let's just get yeah. like other sport figures in there, a new one each week, and rotate them. Hell, let's just get fucking like Dirks Bentley in there. That's what, yeah, exactly. Like, well, yeah, Cones, like racing, but Dirks Bentley's gonna be in there and be like, hey guys, I'm going on tour next month. I hope you guys come out and watch me. I'm Dirks Bentley. Hell yeah, race beer for me. Bro, I don't want to hear that. That's fine. Hey, listen, I'm looking at this from the perspective of somebody who wants my sport to stick around. Fuck it would no. be incredibly wise. Jared, absolutely not. We're not getting Michael Waltrip. No, Mikey's Dude. not coming. I don't want Michael, please. Hey, boys. Hey, hey, 20 in the car. Do you have me? This is Michael Waltrip in the booth. Absolutely fucking not. I'm not listening no. to shit on Sunday. Please. No, 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 no. I will never no. listen to Fox ever again. If they Michael Waltrip is a ever. damn good commentator. But no, he's not. Yes, he is. No, voice and it is annoying to hear. But but Mikey's not going to leave <laughs> SRX. SRX is actually starting to scare me a little bit. Um, it, It's really words. competitive, and it's a lot. Oh, I, I'll eat them proudly. I said I would. Uh, But, I mean, viewership still isn't there. So it doesn't matter how great the racing is if viewership doesn't show up. So I might still be watch, right. Did you watch Saturday's race? I did. Yeah, we watched it a little bit when we were eating. Yeah, no, it was really cool to see Deegan up there running and being competitive. Hell yeah. No, she looked damn good there. I liked um, it. Yeah, I mean, she's a dirt racer at the end of the day. But um, I think the short list right now for the booth, um, I think it is Adam Alexander probably at the top of the list. And then it'll be Jamie Mack and Larry Mack. But I guarantee you right now, Larry Mack's not going to come back. I don't think he wants to travel anymore. He's happy in his office in, in Charlotte. I just want – Larry McRills is so good in that Fox booth back in the old days. I, but we got to think, who's retiring this season? Who Who is up in the air that could just pivot? Ryan right Newman. No, I don't know how that, Ryan Newman would be in the booth. Uh, you know? Ryan Newman, he—I don't think he has the broadcaster personality because he's like—he's he, a quiet guy. I don't think he even wants to do broadcasting. He just wants to be on the farm with his family. Well, Ryan Newman's going. Ryan Newman's going to be like the Bill Elliott and the Bobby Bonney <laughs> to where like he never actually stops racing. So I was going to say he might just fucking hop over to SRX. 
sort of schedule. That's exactly that is exactly what I'm talking about, Jared. That right there, it is a marketing move that could benefit NASCAR beyond like anything imaginable. Like imagine if they're like next week we have Tom Brady coming on. Do you know how many NFL fans are gonna watch? Okay, just I will for that? say because watching college game day when you do get someone like Dirks or Woot, <laughs> like I watch it. Sometimes they pop off. They're like Woot Combs, Appalachian State. He'll yeah. like name off quarterbacks. He's like, oh, you know that Nevada quarterback? He's looking damn good. And I'm like, exactly. I did not take you That's for what that. I'm so saying. like the racer yeah. could come and be like, yeah, Kurt Busch has looked good. You know, last race he came up in the top 15 to build himself from 24th and like save fuel, like anything like that. I could be like, oh, all right, you're actually talking about something, Gordon Ramsay. Fuck, <laughs> fuck him. I think I would love Gordon Ramsay in the broadcast booth. Uh, look at that fucking moron. Hey, Where's uh, the love sauce? <laughs> Conor McGregor? Um, Troy Aikman. Troy Stop. Aikman. He starts no. to come and he pulls out. <laughs> Joe Buck. He's like, and there's a crash on turn four. Wow. Look at that wreck. All no, right. I, I need Chris Collinsworth. These boys are out here racing. Thank you, Chris. Now, 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 here's a guy. Now, here's a guy. Now, here's a guy. <laughs> now, here's a guy who drives that 18 car, and it's just a shot of Kyle Bush. You know, it's crazy. Like, I went back to yeah, – I was at the fucking restaurant the other day, and I saw Ricky Stenhouse eating some food. Thank you, Chris. Like, <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. No, I, I said Stephen A. Smith, and I fucking hated it. Is that Jacob? Yeah. It's that <laughs> My king, my Boy. king. What's happening? <laughs> oh, what the fuck is that, Jacob? He's back from the dead. I know, bro. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I said I wanted, I wanted to come on the last ten minutes. I had to wait till my lower tab kicked in pretty good. Uh, I'm feeling pretty righteous right now. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Me, me. That's what uh, came to my mind. I thought of country music, and I was like, Dirk's fucking Bentley. Why? I don't know. So, Jacob, we're talking about the idea that I pitched. I don't know if you heard it or not. But I for didn't. the Fox booth, the third person rotates every single week. It's just a different person, just a random person. I, I, I like that idea. Get somebody. Hey, Debbie, how's it going? I like that idea. I like getting the idea of someone, you know, coming in. Um, like Tom is Brady. This, is this yeah. the first time that Jacob's agreed with Cody? It I don't have to it argue. So. <laughs> we all have missed you, Jacob. I've missed you, man. A lot. I've missed you all a lot, man. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been something, you know. It's been something. Uh, for everybody who doesn't know, I had uh, a rare condition with my appendix. I had to have it taken out. It's just normal appendicitis, but most people's appendix is about the size of a pinky. Mine was 12 inches long, what I found out today, like four for real and um it was under my liver it was touching my kidney isn't good (laughs) and uh they took it out and i'm feeling like a million bucks man i'm still sore but like i said i'm glad to be back wanted to be in nashville couldn't be there shit happens uh but you take a drink for jacob he's gaining us viewers right now we just popped off a little bit so let's go let's take a drink (laughs) the return of the king uh here's some water for you brother david i'm empty i gotta go be i'll be right back (laughs) <laughs> Look at that. We're popping more. Holy shit. Yeah. It's going up. Jacob, what the fuck did you do, brother? I don't know, man. I guess where I died and came back, people think that, uh, you know, but like I said, you, brother. 
I'm in good shape now. That's all that matters. I'm glad to be back. Uh, I should be on next week uh, and so on. But, uh, yeah, just trying to take it easy right now. That's so I guess since you're here, I have to I have to ask, are you willing to uh, drop a few picks for this weekend? Oh, 100 percent. I've already got my picks actually figured out. That's why I wanted to come on tonight, my man. And here's what I'm going to say. Last year at Pocono, you know, we saw two guys kind of kind of take the weekend. And, um, and and I think we know who those guys are. Those guys' names Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick. Um, but let me start at the truck series before I get into that. Let me, don't, don't let me ju- overjump the wagon here. Uh, what's up, Dakota? What's happening, my man? What's going on, bro? Um, it's truck series. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Kyle Busch seems to know what Pocono is all about. KBM going to victory lane with John Hunter Nemechek. Call it here. I'm sure that's probably somebody else's pick too. Uh, Xfinity series. I'm gonna come out with a with a with a weird one. Uh, I'm gonna say that Sam Mayer. He's going to victory lane on his uh, debut. On his debut. What? All right. All right. Ty Gibbs, Gibbs Jr. I think he's a Ty Gibbs Jr. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, he's younger than shit. You know what I mean? So he's a young dude. Uh, and then for the Cup Series, so what, when you think about Pocono, it's the tricky triangle. You know, what turn forward? What can, who, who's the strongest car in the field right now? Obviously, it's that number five car of Kyle Larson. Uh, you know, Pocono takes speed, being able to roll through the corners. Kyle Larson seems to have all of that pretty much checked off. <clears throat> but here's what I'm going to say. I think we're going to see a repeat of last year. I think Denny Hamlin's going to get the Saturday win. Sunday, Kevin Harvick. Think so? Saying it. I, 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 Kevin Harvick's got to get that win, he man. He damn good this last weekend. He did. He did. With that Gravedigger scheme, man, That's a that was a good scheme, boys. That you was a great. Was beautiful. That was a beautiful car. One of my favorites. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think we're going to see a repeat of last year. I think Denny's due, and I think Kevin's due. Um, you know, I – I would like to say that maybe Blaney comes back and gets one, but uh, my underdog is gonna be is gonna be Ron Blaney. Me and you both, Summer. That's my 2021 champion. I will not change my mind. He's coming out of the middle of nowhere. They call him a closer for a reason. Mr. This is where did he come from? Get without feeling pain in my kidneys. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, for sure, for sure. I I don't hate those picks at all. Um, Dalton, go ahead and run through yours. Truck to cup. Okay. Kyle Bush will definitely get the win uh, this weekend for the truck race. No need to, no, I mean, what can I say? He's good at truck racing. Uh, this will be his final truck race uh, of the season this year, so y'all can quit me bitching now. Uh, <laughs> Xfinity, I'm going with my boy, Ty Gibbs. Uh, it, as, let me ask you a question. Is Arca racing this weekend, too? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Ty Gibbs I don't care enough about Arca. Nah, I don't think anybody does anymore. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, Ty Gibbs will be Xfinity uh, for Saturday. Yeah, I think it's time for Denny Hamlin to uh, finally get a win uh, this weekend. Uh, I, I'm still kind of shocked that Kyle Busch actually got a win before Denny Hamlin this year. Uh, but now I think finally Hamlin gets back on track this weekend. Hey, or Sunday. So last year, uh, Jacob... Uh, your boy kind of pissed me off. Uh, just dumped Kyle out of the. Uh, I remember this. Yeah. I okay. was cheering. 
I'm sure you were doing the opposite. I was punching the shit out of my TV, let me just say. So, for this weekend, Kyle Bush is going to get a freaking rebound. This weekend at Pocono on Sunday, I'll take these mini M&Ms right there, put a line, snort them live on Left Turn Cult Sunday if it happens. And that is a done deal. You heard right, me here. You, now I hope Kyle Bush wins Sunday. <laughs> I kind of um, want to see that. Yeah, yeah. Man. Damn, Coop. I will snort a line of mini M&M minis, which is a sponsor this weekend. I will snort a line of these, and we if Cowboys wins a Sunday, boats and nose, baby, let's go. And shove them up your ass. <laughs> no, I'm not, that, I'm, not that, I'm not that kinky. Funnel them, funnel them in. All right, uh, Coop, Daddy, hit me with your picks. All right, so think with truck. I'm gonna roll with a uh, little Ford guy. I think I'm gonna roll with Tanner Gray. Why? I don't know. I feel like Ford's gonna get something going this weekend. Tanner Gray's going to pop out just like he did. I couldn't believe yeah. that. I fell out of the damn hospital bed when I seen that. Hey, Ryan Priest is running too. That was a close one again to pick Ryan Priest because fucking sharp in those trucks. Xfinity, I'll go with the pole sitter. Harrison, why not? You know, he's going to be tough out there. Cup. I think I'm going to go with that little pretty face behind Cody. I'm going to go with that pretty face behind Cody. Look at it. I'll go with Chase Elliott. Why? I don't know. Something's going to happen. Underdog. I think I got to roll with uh, old Ricky Stenhouse. He's looking too damn sharp right now. I think I'm going to roll with Ricky. I think that'll be the underdog. A little weird with mine. I can't. I can't pick any RCR guys because they just fucking disappoint me every week. I would have said Mike Snyder for Xfinity. Does Chase sweep? Does Chase sweep? We got two two cup races. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Hendrick's gonna sweep it. Like Chase is gonna get one of them. Who's you know? Who could who could the other Hendrick winner be? Maybe <laughs> William Byron. Maybe William Byron. I don't think Larson gets it again. Maybe. Yeah, I think Willie B might pop off. I don't see Larson going four in a row. I just don't. That's that's no. so hard to do. If he does. Fucking props to him. Like, I'm oh yeah, for out. sure. I'm not counting him out at all. This for is sure. listen. This is Kyle Larson's world, and we're all just living in it. Yes, but that being said, I did a little bit of numbers before I come Uh-oh. on. Uh oh. Oh no. Kyle Larson only has one runner-up finish. Now he does have a bunch of top tens, a uh, few top tens here and there. But this isn't his track as far as dominance. But like I said, he's got all the God, key facts. Right, I am. <laughs> Oh, besides Tanner. Tanner's He's the got one I'm confident in. Um, so, for me, on Friday – is it Friday or Saturday? It's Saturday. On Saturday, my, my newfound homie, Sheldon Creed's going to pull her into victory lane. Ooh. Oh, no. Why'd you say it? That's the bad luck on LCC. We can't say it. I'm, well, I'm gi- that's, I'm that's it his part. Credit. That's his Parv. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck Parv. Yeah. So I'm. I'm gonna call Sheldon Creed for the W. Um, okay. Xfinity race, Jacob. I love your pick a lot. Um, I actually toyed with that idea myself, mm-hmm. but um, buckle your seatbelts. Raleigh or Herbst is gonna uh, pull her into victory lane. No way. It's a, listen, and here's no my way. logic: Pocono is a wide track, and that gives Raleigh a whole lot more room to work with because he needs a lot of room. 
I can't tell if that's the lower tabs working on me or Cody actually just said the 98 card going to victory lane. I did say. I hope so. I mean, I do. I think he's got talent, but. That's hey, yeah, yeah, he is. Um, I think that Raleigh Herbst is going to win. And when it, listen, the last three or four weekends, I have been killing it with my picks. Genuinely killing it. I almost called Texas uh, three for three. Only missed out because they uh, they did give that win to uh, to Kyle Bush on Saturday, but um, Riley hurt. That's disrespectful. <sighs> um, but now for the cup on Saturday, I think Kevin Harvick's going to come in and dominate Saturday and just sweep it up. But on Sunday. Kyle Larson's figured out every other track. He's going to figure out Pocono, and Kyle Larson's going to win on Sunday. That's not a bad pick at all. And then my underdog, just to like cover my ass, my underdog for Saturday is Kyle Larson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could we could see Kyle Larson sweep this weekend, and that's that's more probable than improbable. Bro, everyone's oh. talked about it. It's it's fucking Kyle Larson's gonna sweep the weekend. He's gonna sweep the weekend. Like, well, that's I mean, it was the same way last year too, though. It was uh, Denny, Kevin, Kevin, Denny. Yep. Oh, I, f- I forgot to get my underdog. Uh, my underdog's Ross Chastain. Oh, oh, I like I I, lo- I love my melon man. I can't believe y'all had picked him for your underdog. He ran pretty good here in the truck series every time he ran here. He only brought one watermelon to Nashville, too. So if he would have won the truck race and then won the cup, he'd have been fucked. No watermelon. Uh, um, I'll give a real underdog because Kyle Larson's not a fair underdog to give. Um, Michael and Nat's got to finish races, too, in all fairness. <laughs> um, a, a true blue underdog at Pocono. I want to point at my boy uh, Alex Bowman as an underdog. That's not a bad pick. He ran through my mind as well. Yep, Bowman. This is a Bowman style track. Uh, Bowman's Bowman's not big on racing on small like side to side tracks. Bowman needs room. Um, I mean, last year Bowman won at Fontana. Um, at Bowman, that's I'm surprised Bowman performed well at Dover, but he did. It's something about that 48 car. It's like a slot car at Dover. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. Um, <laughs> and, so the way we do our underdogs there, buddy, it's just people that you don't really think of. I mean, I, I could sit here and say Tyler Reddick's an underdog, but I, technically everybody except for Kyle Larson is a true blue underdog right now. Maybe maybe I'm just turning into a Kyle Larson fanboy. I don't know. Like I'm not becoming a fan, but so many people are disrespecting what he's doing, and it's it's starting to get on my nerves now. At first, I was like, okay, this is getting stupid, but now I'm like, this dude is just dominating. I, how can I disrespect his domination? You know, we could say he's cheating, but I mean, however <laughs> they're cheating, they're doing it well enough to where it's not being found by NASCAR. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's – I mean, we talked about it last year. You know, we said that he's going to come back, and I, I – I mean, I said that. I don't <laughs> think he's a vengeance. Um, but Cornhole champion. <laughs> Honestly, that's – I wish that's how they would start doing betting because I am losing money now officially betting because of Kyle Larson. <sighs> like, I'm genuinely starting to lose money because of this man. Because he's too, like, if you bet on him, there's not enough gain there. 
Like yeah. you had a lot of money. And then he can be the only person you bet on. <clears throat> no, for sure. For sure. But also at the same time, maybe that's the move. I need to put like five grand on Kyle Larson and turn it into like 15 grand. <laughs> Lord, if I see five grand, I'm happy, man. That's all that matters. Same. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the episode. Um, hopefully we whip one out Sunday. Um, oh my God, don't start. Oh, fuck. Don't oh, no. Show. No, bro. That's none of your business. It's none of your business. Bro, why don't you help don't me out here? Come on. You don't need to know. Well, brother-in-law Coop, come on. I come on. No, no, no. I don't want that. Dakota, get out of here. Stop. That's my lady. Stop it right now. <laughs> Dakota. I'm driving to Atlanta. I'm gonna whoop your ass. Because <laughs> she don't doesn't even like sport. Hey. I'll call up Ashley, Dakota. Don't you make me do it. I'll be like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dalton's sister alone. So that's where what? we're at. Why does everybody want my sisters? I don't get it. Papa Good gave me his blessing. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Shut up. <laughs> oh, is it going to flip his chair back again? <laughs> You're, you ain't off her. Get the fuck out of here. You're all about her. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I think okay. Jared. Ooh, is Jared on, wait. Let me pin this one. Ain't that the fucking truth? Ashley did have a truth. Back to the important race-related thing. Um, that was uh, Jared. It, Jared, Jared is um, a Pennsylvanian, right? I believe. So. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. Pretty sure. Yeah, I think so that's did. his home track. I think I heard him say he was going, if I'm not mistaken. Now, <laughs> Dakota, don't let me tell Felicia on your ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, pl- send me – send us video or pictures or tweet them. I want to see what Pocono looks like in person. For sure. Um, I, it's not one of my favorite tracks, I'll be honest. Um, I think Pocono – it's a cool track, but I think Pocono is just way too dangerous. Um, turn should... two is violent. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, I just crashes at Pocono are just always extra hard. Um, I just I think that the sports like move past Pocono. <laughs> the Northern NASCAR Messiah. <laughs> Hell yes, he is. You know, there's no northerners in the sport these days. (laughs) That's what they keep telling us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry that I give good takes on my show. My bad, dog. (laughs) Don't you diss my man. Get out of here. Uh, That's my boy. Which one? Dakota. Oh, you told me not to diss him? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was all on your train. But... Hey, go go ask Dakota if you can join chair gating then, because you're a free agent now. Dakota, what are you doing? Can I join chair gating, please? Slide <laughs> me in. I'm free. Like I don't. No, he's on, You don't. You don't want him. He's always late for shows. Hey, he no, was talking about the fucking merch. Had no, rattlesnake on it. He wanted his name on it. I got you, brother. Don't worry. I'll put your name on all the merch. No, don't say that. I want you to bring me on your show. Oh, he loves Full us time. all. Yeah, Full fuck time. you, Coop. Fuck you. Me. 
Just Fuck me. Come you. on. You're stuck. You're stuck. Dakota, give um, me a call. I know you're Yeah, I, I don't. Y'all's a spoon. <laughs> because I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Pocono, I just, I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I know a lot of people love it. I have learned to not rag on tracks anymore. Um, but I will say since I'm back and I can say it now, I'm on the show again. Um, Texas sucks. Texas uh, ass. uh, yeah. So I've always been really, uh, anti-Texas on the show and I retracted it cause I'd never been before. You, you can't speak on something until you've experienced it yourself. I experienced Texas from the infield, and um, I still hate it. It's just terrible racing. The facility and the track is beautiful, absolutely beautiful, but uh, the uh, Texas, yeah, baby. it is Texas. Texas. Baby. It's, it's a terrible <laughs> racing track. Um, where I was standing on the scaffolding in the infield was the perfect spot because it was right out of turn two, and that's where everybody wrecks. Um what Sheldon Creed wreck right in front of me. And then a couple hours later, he was standing there with us watching the race at like right across from where he wrecked in the truck race. So that, that was funny and ironic. Um, but I will say though, Texas, I could officially say sucks and I'll leave it at that. Luckily I don't plan on going there anytime soon. Oh, sorry. Just trying to help you out. At Pocono. Ew. That's even worse. I I think he means Texas. Like, like he's talking Texas. Oh, yeah. hey, hey, buddy, that's what we did this year, son. Oh shit, <laughs> you missed it. Shit. Uh, speaking of Texas, though, I did get a stellar Texas hat. Yeah, you made Rattlesnake jealous. He wants that hat. That is that is that is, that. The only thing I love about Texas is Texas Terry the body, and that is it. I met Terry. Dude, well, I met Terry at a uh, Bristol Food Safe Family Race Night back when I, was, when I was five years old. And yeah, there's me a t- picture of me a long time ago with him, too. And, and let me tell you a fun fact that I'm not embarrassed to sell. Uh, my mom, dead ass, painted like a mustache on me with her makeup when I went to met Terry Body. My Grammy made me a Terry Body fire suit. And she literally made it out of like Kellogg's, like the logos out of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes boxes and shit like that. And I wore it to Food Safe Night Race Night to be Terry Labonte. And she got her makeup and drew like a mustache on me so we didn't look alike. Dakota, that's false because I got like eight air conditioners or eight air fresheners in this house. I don't even have a cat either. Plus, how do you know? How do you know? You've never been here. I hate I, I hate cats. I, I'd like to shoot all cats. <laughs> Whoa, Peter! Peter! Dude, dude, my there's a stray cat that dad used to lay next. There's a stray cat that dad used to lay next. I bought a will to be honest with you. He really, I'm starting to think he really is high. I'm starting to think. Yeah, he definitely is. He definitely is. Uh, But (laughs) we got Dalton fired up now about kitties. Anyway, so here's why I hate cats. Dad, we used to live near a... Will you please shut the hell up, Dakota? <laughs> so, Dad and I lived in a neighborhood... Jacob's dying. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob's on cloud nine and dying right now. His room smells like cat pee. That was the most hardcore insult I've ever heard. 
didn't say anything. And that was that's the best. That was the best one I've ever heard. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> no, the Parks cousin was my all-time oh. favorite. Oh it my still God. is. It still is. Thanks to Coop right there. Oh. Uh, oh my God. So let me finish. God so damn, was, I've missed this. I've missed doing this fucking show. Yeah, Jesus. That we, fucking week and a half hiatus killed me. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh damn. This this is a trend going on. You know what's sad? The fuck Parv trend has uh like surpassed the Parv gang. Good. <laughs> it genuinely has. Good. Don't make me laugh again. <laughs> I don't think Jacob can laugh anymore. Like either like, Parv gang, Parv gang, he has like tried building this brand, and like all we had to start doing is just say "fuck Parv," and that picked <laughs> up like a wildfire. Every tweet, I love Parv to death. Um, every tweet he tweets is hashtag Parv gang. Parv, exactly. Yes. He could be like, "Just drink a bottle of water today." Hashtag Parv gang, and he is just clawing at this hashtag to take. I can't wait until it actually takes off. Can I'm gonna wait, wait. wait until he's on the wrong end of town at a race, and they're like, "Hey, I heard you're in a gang, bro." Click, click, clack, clack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Jacob, you missed our conversation about the time when Cooper abandoned Parv on this, the nightlife streets of Nashville. <laughs> Listen, man. He needs to stand up for himself. I heard about someone taking his chicken. <laughs> someone took the boy's chicken. Bro. The next time I talk to that boy, I'm going to tell him as long as he is on this show, he will never let that happen again. <laughs> that, that's just, that's it. That's I don't care. That is the Look, most. Thank you, Dakota. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, l- let's go back and read. He made this. his own fucking decision. Yeah, Coop says Parv had two choices. He could either stay at the the farm or go downtown. And then he's like, "Yeah," and it didn't have any fans, so it was hot, and there were no outlets, so you couldn't charge anything. And then I was telling Parv about how we're probably going to get murdered by the owners of the land here. But Parv <laughs> had two different choices to make. Uh, he went to my house to be honest with you he had john's number nobody knew that john was in though no we didn't yeah this is good because parv got to experience the night <laughs> help him hey listen it, 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 all else all else oh, jesus all's wells ends well that'll oh, help wait. him to murfreesboro for mt that farm was tight i love that farm i just wanted to scare parv yeah for sure here we go well boys as uh, as I reach the end of my lower tab high, I just want to say, wanted to hop in and say, love you guys. Uh, you guys have been killing it for the past couple of weeks. I'm going to hop off. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Felicia is going to kick your ass. Hey, last thing. Last thing. I woke up Sunday morning, 730 in the morning. Get out of bed and I stretch. I walk out to our little little gazebo that we have. I get a drink of water and look over to the right. There's Dakota at the sink, brushing his teeth, bare ass naked. I was like, holy fuck, what a fucking sight there, Dakota. Wait, who? Dakota? Yeah, and he was what? like, what? He was like, damn son, good morning. He's like, you never watched a man naked brush his teeth in front of the mirror? And I was like, nope, never seen that before, but thank you. I appreciate it. 
Dakota Rutledge, what are you that's, doing, that's bro? That is man energy. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Dakota's a full-on fucking man. <laughs> he is our Tim Richmond. He's a he's a Tim Richmond clone. Dakota's a fucking party boy. Love that man. Oh yeah, I appreciate that, my man. Fucking right. full dad mode. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> All right, so Jacob's signing off. We've gone for an hour and a half, so I think we can all sign off uh, together. Um, so I'm going to give it out one time to my boy Jacob to run this outro. Oh, thank you for tuning in to the LTC from East Tennessee. We appreciate you. We thank you for joining the cult. It's good to be back. These boys have been on top of the shit, man. They've been running the game. That's all that matters. We'll see you all Sunday. Amen. You too, Debbie.